Hello and welcome to the Anxiety to Confidence podcast. I'm Siobhan Booth and I am your host. This podcast is for anyone with an interest in mental health, overcoming anxiety and building confidence. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Anxiety to Confidence podcast. Uh, Following on from last week's episode, which was um, positive steps to well-being, I decided this week to talk about how we can build happiness because they follow on really nicely from each other. So this is going to be about how we build happiness and the things that you can actually go do that will help you be more happy in your life. Now, number one is think about positive thinking. Now, it seems fairly obvious that thinking more positively would make us happier. But the key thing here is you need to start noticing the negative thoughts you have in your daily life and then consider what a better way of thinking would be for you. So in previous podcasts, previous episodes rather, um, I've talked about the effects of negative thinking, cognitive distortions. This is the basis of cognitive behavioural therapy. So it's really important that you understand that the negative thoughts that you have are very often linked to anxiety and depression. So the important thing to do now is to start noticing what negative thoughts you have and what negative things you are saying to yourself. So thoughts like, what if it goes wrong? Or I'm not good enough can be replaced. And they can be replaced by things like, I'm going to do the best I can, or I am capable. Positive thinking is not naive. It doesn't ignore the negatives completely. So don't feel like uh, you're going to turn into this strange person that only ever sees the positives in things. What we need in life is balance. If you're struggling with anxiety and or depression and other mental health issues, then it's likely that you're being too negative in your thinking. So by practicing positive thinking, we're bringing about some balance again. Now, there's different ways of doing positive thinking. Positive affirmations are great. They are not just memes on Instagram. They are realistic and meaningful things that you say to yourself to help you through situations that stress you out. So things like I am capable would be a really good positive affirmation or I'm going to do the best I can would be a really good affirmation if you're worried about something that you have to do in the future. Positive affirmations can be whatever you want them to be. So think up ones that work for you personally, because we're all very individual and we all work differently and we think differently. So if you're put off by some of the more um, extreme positive affirmations, like I am beautiful inside and out, then think of one that works for you. If you like being beautiful inside and out, that is absolutely fine too. It really is important that you work out what works for you. Another way of including positive thinking into your life is to practice positivity. So one of my favourite exercises to do uh, myself and to give clients, and I also have an online course where you can go through this process, is to write down three positive things every day. So you can do that just for yourself if you want to. And the aim there is to practice looking for the positives. If you wanted to go online and go through my course, then it gives you daily emails and asks you to think about positives of different things to get you practicing. It also has links to articles, um, some videos for you to watch on positivity and how you can incorporate it into your life. So another way of building happiness is to consider enjoyment. Happiness and enjoyment are similar things. 
And what I tend to find in clinic is that people who are struggling with mental health issues, they find that they don't enjoy things as much anymore. And it might be the things that they used to enjoy, they don't now, or they just don't really enjoy anything. Again, there's a huge range. So one of the challenges can be working out what you do enjoy now. But this is a really key aspect of developing happiness in our life. So my recommendation would be to start small and make sure you include something you enjoy in your everyday life if you can. This can be as simple as enjoying walking the dog, um, enjoying having a nice shower. It really doesn't matter. It can be as simple as you like. But making sure that you do and notice the things that you enjoy. I'd also strongly advocate trying to have some fun. As we get older, we get more and more responsibilities. Um, we have to pay bills, we have to go to work, we have to do loads of boring things that we don't really want to do, but we have to do. And fun can often be ignored. So when we're talking about enjoyment, I'd recommend having a think about how you might be able to include some kind of comedy or dancing or playing games into your life. It doesn't really matter what it is, just anything that makes you laugh or feel that sort of bubble of happiness that comes through. Another really important aspect of building confidence is self-esteem. Now, self-esteem is a really elusive thing. It's fantastic because when we have high self-esteem, we tend to be more relaxed and at ease. And these are all part of the ingredients for happiness. We can't be happy when we're tense and worried all the time. Now, self-esteem is a really tricky thing to build. It's absolutely doable. And obviously I work with clients all the time to do that. But it can be really challenging. Now, the advice for this is quite similar to my previous advice on positive thinking. The first thing you need to do is catch yourself saying anything to yourself that damages your self-esteem. So describing yourself as fat or stupid or lazy or all of the horrible things you say about yourself are not building a happy future for you. If anything, they're taking happiness away from your future and making you more likely to become those things in the process. So how do we counteract that and build self-esteem? Well, I mean, this is a complicated process, but in a nutshell, we need to make sure you notice the things that you actually do quite well. It might be difficult at first, but it's really important to make yourself notice things you do well in a day. So that could be as simple as making a nice breakfast or doing something well at work or managing not to yell at the kids today. It really doesn't matter what it is. As long as you're taking that time to notice the things you do well and add to your self-esteem. Now, we all have times when we're not at our best, but dwelling on the stupid things that you've said before only really brings you down. If you start finding that you're dwelling on things that you've done wrong in the past, try listing the reasons why you're good at something to combat this. One of the things that I like to do at the end of every year is to write down a list of everything I've achieved in that year. It's a really helpful exercise to me because it makes me go through and acknowledge everything that I did well. It's worth considering doing this on a daily basis if self-esteem is something that you really struggle with. Go back over the day and write down all the things you achieved that day. And it really doesn't matter in the slightest how big or small those achievements are. 
People sometimes get this idea that if the achievement's quite small, then they dismiss it and it doesn't count. But again, that's another way that we try and sabotage our own self-esteem by belittling the things that we do well. So make sure you're noticing all of the things that you are good at on a daily basis. Now, this isn't to build arrogance. Often people um, I work with are concerned that we're going to make them arrogant. This isn't to build arrogance at all. This is to provide balance. Because if you're struggling with mental health issues like anxiety, depression or other mental health issues, then the likelihood is that you have the majority of negative thoughts going through your mind. So what we need to do is balance that out. So if you're always having negative thoughts in your mind, then we need to have a conscious effort to think positive things about yourself. So it will feel really odd to begin with, but stick with it, make it a habit, and try your absolute hardest to acknowledge the good things about yourself. Remember, the aim here is to build self-esteem, because when we have higher self-esteem, we're more relaxed and at ease, and these are all big parts of being happy. So another way you can build happiness in your life is to build on your skills. Try learning new things or becoming better at things you already know how to do. This is a great way of feeling happy about ourselves. This is something that I do very much. Um, I'm always looking to learn new things. I am starting a master's degree at the end of this month. Um, it's really important to me that I continue pushing myself and learning new things, partly for my profession, but also partly from a personal point of view, because it makes me happy to succeed at things. So there's a few options there. You can try a new hobby. You can maybe energise an old one that you let fall apart. It doesn't really matter. Find something that fits in with you. Progressing at things and getting better at things is a really great way to build confidence and experience happiness within yourself. Now, achieving things and experiencing new things and getting better at things are even better if you're able to share those achievements. And that leads me very nicely onto my final suggestion for building happiness in your life is to celebrate things. Now, celebrating is always fun. That's the idea. So celebrate more things. Most people are comfortable with the idea of celebrating birthdays um, and religious holidays. But consider celebrating your wins, your kids' wins, your partner's wins, your friends' wins. Celebrating puts attention on the good things in life. And when you look back over the celebrations, you can see how much you've achieved. Now, it's entirely up to you what kind of celebrations you want to do. These can be really big things like going out for a meal, um, going on holiday, whatever, that's fine. But they can also be really little things like as a celebration tonight, maybe the family can go bowling or maybe they can all go out for a nature walk. Or really the important thing is that you choose whatever is enjoyable for you and your family. But make sure you're celebrating the things that go well. It's a really important part of building happiness, building a life that is varied, exciting, interests you and makes you feel like you're achieving something as well. Now, it's really important when we build happiness that we get the support from those around you. So have a think about what friends can support you, what family can support you. Not everybody is as good as supporting as others. So pick the ones that are better than not 
um, in this situation. And get some support if you're struggling with how to build happiness. Maybe your significant other can listen to this podcast and have a think about which things you would like to join in with. It's great for couples if you can learn new skill together. That's always quite good fun. But also you can have your own journeys and then come back together. If you're on your own and you don't have much support, then have a think about how you can best support yourself. There are a lot of people that manage to do great things completely on their own. So whilst it's very stressful and very upsetting, have a think about how you can support yourself when you start to struggle. So those are my very quick top tips for how you can build happiness in your life. My question to you is, what are you going to do today that will help you be more happy in the future? Thank you for listening to this episode of the Anxiety to Confidence podcast. You can find more information and my extensive blog at www.anxietytoconfidence.com. That's the number two, anxietytoconfidence.com.